Hello. Hi. How you doing? What's I'm, up, dudes? Oh, I'm Aaron. Sorry. Do not how care are you? how I'm actually doing. I don't give rude. a fuck. That's so rude. 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 I know. I'm rude, sorry. Rude. That's sorry. fucked up. Rude. Um, <laughs> I'm Nicole. One I'm rude dude. Yeah, I didn't have much to say about it. So. Well, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Did I say that it's this is dude that's fucked up? I think so. I that's how I rudely interrupted you. Yeah, you're like, how are you? Um, I'm Aaron. This is dude that's fucked up. <laughs> oh God, I'm so rude. I'm no, sorry. It's funny. It's very funny. Oh, it's um, like that thing of how British people say y'all right. Like they're like y'all right, and you're like yeah. Oh yeah, I'm okay. I don't know. I'm feeling like however, but really, it's just like what's up. Like hello. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's awkward. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Um. Well, what's up? What's going on, everybody? Hope your day is going well. Mm. Happy Wednesday. Amazing. Um. I think it's – well, it's not Wednesday right now, but it will be when you hear this. Yeah, um, it's Friday, bitch. Ooh, ooh. Ooh, ooh. Shabbat shalom, motherfuckers. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> motherfuckers. Um, uh, well, any, uh, anything going on? Any business for the day? I don't think we have business. Unless you want to know my business, which is, I made fucking homemade nut milk, bitch. What, ho? Yeah, I'm like fucking, (laughs) I'm a white lady, and it is, (laughs) (laughs) I am full-fledged white lady. It is... I'm having a real hard time with it, but also I put some fucking vanilla and cinnamon in it, and I use half almonds, half coconut, and it's like fucking, I made it yesterday, it's even better today, and I'm drinking it with my coffee, and I'm peak white lady status, and I just want to put on (laughs) yoga pants, and I want to light some sage and walk around my house. Oh my god, dude. Well, I mean, I was looking up... (laughs) fucking rose latte recipes (laughs) yesterday so you know uh we've done it you know what it's here i'm almost 2019 yeah it's it's all happening it's fine um well that's cute yeah i love it Mm -hmm. um anything fucked up for you this week okay i need to i saw your note oh my god Okay. Very interested. I'm like ready to talk about this. Oh boy. Probably. <laughs> or I'll cut it all out. TBD. <laughs> yeah. Um, Sorry if we cut it out. Uh, that was great. Good story. But you guys can't hear it. But it's <laughs> like kidding. private. Yeah. Well, if we cut any of this out, long story short, my grandpa bought his stepdaughter new titties. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> And that shit's real. Uh, and it's directly or indirectly. We don't know. Oh, my God. Anyway, what's your fucked up of the week? Oh, my God. Nothing that salacious. Um, but I every time I open a new website, I'm getting served Shinyan ads. Oh, you're getting retargeted. Oh, I'm getting retargeted like I've never been retargeted before. Yeah, that's. I mean, it's like it's like. 101 but it's like you know it's like ad yeah 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 ad serving 101 they're wasting so much money oh my god it it just it it just proves that their ad budget is massive oh my god like their marketing budget and ad budget is just like insane it is because oh my god same thing i uh just driving from like hollywood to long beach i see like eight billboards for shenyun and they're in like bougie they're, like not they're in like really good um like visibility billboards on really yeah. prominent freeways with a lot of traffic and then like in the city they're like on you know like off of sunset boulevard and shit like yeah where like the yeah it's like high it, ditch I, yeah. yeah 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 dude uh so but i'm not kidding like literally every single any website that has a banner ad of any sort yeah. is Shenyun. Like Dude, you every single clear one. Your cookies. I know. I, I know I do. It, it's just like. Well, they'll fucking, stop soon. When are they coming the, to DC? Do you know? I think 
maybe this month or maybe next month. I can't oh. remember. Uh, it usually coincides with like kind of around the uh, cherry blossom oh. uh, season. So mm. Mm. yeah. Clear oh man, cookies. it's wild. Mm-mm. Yeah, clear them cookies. Clear them cookies. Get those cookies, girl. <laughs> Um, oh my God, it's so crazy. Uh, yeah, I just, man, I don't really know how to segue into this, but, uh, I, the only way I can think of is that I, every other day Uh I talk on the phone with my mom. Yeah. Going back to family stuff, I guess. Okay. Um, and she calls me like, most days of the week on her way to work. Mm-hmm. Um, and every day that she drives to work, her she gets bad cell service at one spot and usually always drops the call. Mm. Um, and the place that she drives by that causes this to happen is a creepy-ass secret Scientology center. <gasps> um, what? Yeah, like it's real. We have a conspiracy theory, like just her and I, that uh, <laughs> they have some like weird technology or something that like makes the cell service really sketchy there. Oh my God. But what if it's real? I, I'm not, I would not be surprised. Like they could have gone to like Radio Shack before it closed down and bought all their like cell blockers or some shit and they just like stack them up along the road yeah. and like put a twig over it. Yeah. Oh, my God. So the reason I'm talking about this is because... um, Oh, go ahead. What? We're talking about a little bit about Scientology and a lot about how Shelly Miss Cabbage has been missing for many years. Whoa! And not only that, I believe she's being held captive in this town that... We grew up next to, uh, and I in, believe she's dead. No, uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't know, I don't know she, what I believe. She could very easily be also be dead. Yeah, um, but yeah. So this hits close to home for us because Literally, yeah, it is right there mm-hmm. where my mom drives by every day on her way to work, and I just think the whole thing is insane and very interesting and we've been dying to talk about it for a long time. Scientology so that's what we're gonna do. Uh, Scientology or that Shelly's missing or both. Both. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean like what can we say about Scientology that hasn't already been said? Yeah. Like it's Well we should give a recap for anyone for sure. who doesn't know because until Going Clear came out, I did not understand and we were just talking before we started recording and I was like I didn't really understand what Scientology was all about and Aaron was like that's because it sounded it all sounds and made up and crazy so you're like oh that's funny like you know you don't believe you're like Thetans that sounds funny and then you're like no it is Thetans that's what they believe well I think honestly like I think everybody's maybe everybody's seen that episode of South Park where they like explain exactly what they're religion is based on like the whole story i don't know that i've seen it oh it's like they just word for word say what the the story is oh that's so funny and it's like oh my god this is so funny and it's like no like and they even have like a little thing like pop up this is literally what they believe like oh my god yeah um but i mean of course scientology like they claim that it's really that that story is false and like, I, but I, who's to say? Well, they say <sighs> like, oh, you don't. Well, you just don't understand it because you're not in it, and you have to like reach a certain level to like unlock right. the key that makes it make sense. And yeah, you're just yeah, like, yeah. That seems crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's just really quickly have a little refresher here. So. Scientology was created by the science fiction writer L. Ron Hubbard. Red flag. Um, red flag. <laughs> science fiction writer. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> so, but why not? Let's move. Let's keep going. You know. Yeah. Sure. Why not? Sure. Fun. Um, so he wrote a self-help book that explored the relationship between body and mind called Dianetics in 1950. Uh, in 1952, he expanded upon the success of Dianetics by creating Scientology. Um, and he, like, incorporated the church 
it made it into a church essentially in 1953. So that's mm. it became a legit thing. Right. Um, and like they kept trying to like recruit uh, celebrities because he thought celebrities like were on a different level than everybody else, <laughs> mm-hmm. basically. Um, and that's kind of like how that got going. Um, so, but the lore of Scientology basically goes a little something like this in case you never have given it a second thought. Um, basically starts with Xenu. Hail Xenu! Hail Xenu! (laughs) Xenu was once ruler of the Galactic Confederacy, an ancient organization of 76 planets. Having existed for over 20 million years, the planets were struggling from extreme overpopulation. Which seems weird because, like, the universe is so big. I have a question. Do you think, like, do you think, like, um, people still, uh, do you think there's an argument still about people wanting to fly the Galactic Confederacy flag and then other people being like, no, that's racist? (laughs) Like, (laughs) like how all the, like, fucking white trash people in the South are like, we still want to use it. It's part of our history, and the entire rest of the world is like, you're trash. Uh, and you lost. Sh- Shut you the lost. fuck up. Uh, Are you fucking losers? God. Like, we're already starting off wrong because Xenu is part of the Galactic Confederacy, and they're the losers. Yeah. I don't know. Okay, sorry. Uh, Continue. I just thought that was funny. But yeah, I mean... Sort of a good, a good, uh, yeah, it's a good comparison. Yeah. Uh, so fearing he'd be thrown out of power, Zenu gathered billions of his people, froze them to capture their souls, which are also <laughs> considered thetans, um, and transported them to Earth, which back then I guess was called Tigiak huh. for elimination. Um, he dumped the bodies or the souls or whatever at the bottom of volcanoes and then destroyed them in a series of nuclear explosions, killing all but a few and sending their souls into the air. Uh, and then once they're in the air, the souls were captured by Xenu who then implanted them in, into, who then implanted into them misleading information, including concepts related to all of the world's religions. Which seems like a lot okay, of work. Okay, I was just thinking that because I'm like, he got rid of them, did all this like nuclear shit, did all oh, explosions, volcanoes, and then he collected them again. It's like, just why did, why? What? Yeah, why did it's you like, take the long did... way? Yeah, it doesn't make any fucking sense. That all just seems stupid. Uh, and <laughs> I mean, it's kind of fun, but like, yeah. I don't know. So basically now all of the ancient immortal alien souls are trapped in the gross bodies of lowly humans. Oh, so that's, that's sad. Sad. <laughs> yeah. Sad What's your soul. what do you think my thetan level is? God, I'm so, so suppressed, <laughs> suppressive or whatever the fuck they say. <laughs> I mean, I'm at the very bottom of the totem pole of people of gross humans? Yeah, I think so. Oh, okay. In 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 terms of Scientology. Oh, yeah. Um, Oh, I'm a suppressive person for sure. They would, yeah. they would not let me anywhere near that place. Major SP. <laughs> oh yeah, we're SPs, which is also wild because UCB is right across from the Celebrity Center in oh shit Hollywood, and so you're always like right there, and it's just like oh man, this is so fucking weird just being right there. I know. Yeah. Well, and once you start learning a little bit about like the weird shit that they do. It makes it even more uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, that's kind of just the basics. Um, but so since the immortal alien souls are trapped inside human beings, uh, there that's where Scientology comes into play. Mm-hmm. Um, and through the religion and through a series of classes and teachings, which is called auditing by the church, um, it could help free themselves of their human form and reclaim their true selves. So that's cool. Um, <laughs> cool, 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 cool. <laughs> it's like, and, what does it equate to? Like taking communion? Like what it, like how is it? I don't, it's like the, the way you worship in a way. It's like how you participate in this religion is auditing, right? I just don't know how, what it really, like 
Yeah, it's like, I guess like you could call it tithing. Oh. Um, but it's like, a it is, like there's no other religion, I mean, where it requires you to pay up to mm. be, I mean, I don't know, that's debatable, I guess, for some religions. Like if you donate like a shit ton of money in any church, you're going to have like some, you're going to be like Special. an important... Yeah. You're going to be an important part of the church. You get, like, um, special access to, like, right. that fucking top shelf blood of Christ and, like, the, right. the, the fucking like, foie vintage. gras crackers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get They, the like, vintage. put caviar on your fucking communion wafer and, like, <laughs> get you the, like, chateau, like, <laughs> fucking 1964 vintage <laughs> communion uh, wine. <laughs> uh, Pinot blood. <laughs> it's oh a, my god. Uh it's a blood dough. <laughs> a blood dough. Blood dough of Christ. Yeah. Uh, uh, blood delay. <laughs> yeah, you get like the the fucking the vintage Manischewitz and like <laughs> uh, it's great. Yeah. Um yeah, so but these classes are so expensive. Like, they start out, like, okay, like, reasonable. But then you, like, get stuck, basically, on, like, a low level if you can't afford to take more classes. Mm. So you can, like, most certainly be in the church and be part of the church. But you're just going to be, like, some fucking grunt forever if you can't afford to, like, make it through the levels by paying up because you can't get audited anymore if you you know what i mean yeah 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 like just you have to is a funny word uh, you're just one, some yeah. fucking scientology plebe fucking do, do, they don't let you like work it out like a work study like they don't let you like work for classes i think they i think if you're like in like once you get into a certain level it's yeah. like all right you're like in in but, like, you're still treated like shit, apparently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, and, like, a lot of the class, like, a lot of the auditing is you're basically, like, giving up your most deepest, darkest secrets and, like, sharing, like, really, really painful, traumatic stuff from your past. And yeah. and that's, like, how you're supposed to release yourself from the, the thetans or whatever. But it ends up just giving church a ton of stuff to blackmail you with oh my <laughs> so, god yeah which just makes it like well that's what all the fun that's like all the fun rumors about like john travolta mm-hmm. and like tom cruise and just like you know especially before i think people were a lot more accepting of like of like gay people and lgbtq and stuff like in the early 90s i just remember lots of rumors going around that they had tape of like yeah. john travolta and tom cruise both admitting in their auditing that they were gay and they you know have had sex with men and blah 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 and so it's like no wonder they're like yeah. try you know trying to keep these people in and also of course because they're like big celebrities and they make a lot of money for them and like help get visibility but it's crazy yeah i just it's man it's so sad it's like who's to say though i mean these i believe that these people are like fully brainwashed like the further the deeper you get like the more you're like just i don't know for sure well, and we'll talk more about this later, but, like, uh, the the whole Leah Remini, like, series that she did on A&E, um, yeah. she was talking about how, like, she, especially because she was so young when she started her acting career and she was in Scientology already, she, like, joined when she was 13, she started attributing her success to Scientology. Right. And also, but but not, like directly like they didn't correlate exactly it was more that like she was she just thought she knew this thing that other people didn't know and it made her feel really good and confident and so she Mm -hmm. could walk into any room and like command it and that was appealing to people and then they started hiring her in things and then she like then she thought it was because she was involved with the church that she had this special thing about her so then she like paid for more classes and like it just kept growing yeah. and growing but like oh uh, yeah of course 
it's like it's brainwashing. Yeah, it it really just gets they've they I mean they're they've been around for a while and it's you know there's people that are still in the church for obvious reasons that you know are attributed to success and fame and you know their lives are going pretty good but then there's other people who have defected from the church where it's like yeah no that's not that's not what's happening here it's uh it's all it's all I don't know I'm so confused about how it's still a thing but we'll talk about that at the end yeah um so just a little background though about Shelly now Mm -hmm. um so going all the way back to when uh, Scientology was still pretty new in the 70s. So LRH, L. Ron Hubbard, we'll call him LRH from now on, he gets all these people into Scientology and they're doing weird shit and then he starts attracting some attention, some unwanted attention, and he he's catching a little heat from the feds. Mm. Um, specifically, they un- the feds unearthed two criminal conspiracies in which Scientologists had endeavored to retaliate against investigations by journalists and to infiltrate law enforcement and assorted government agencies. <laughs> what? Yeah. Very legal, very cool. Um, <laughs> but actually not. Oh, my so, God. So he's like, all right, I got to get the fuck out of Dodge. What do I got to do? I'm going to go out to sea. Literally gets on a fucking boat and just like gets into international waters Fuck. and is just like, sayonara, motherfuckers. I'm going to do my own shit out here. So he gets all, he gets this like transporter ship. He calls it the Apollo and he gathers all his closest followers on it and he tells everyone to call him the Commodore and he makes <laughs> everyone wear, <laughs> I'm so serious. Uh, he makes did everyone he have a wear ponytail? These, I don't. I don't know. He had like probably a figurative ponytail. I feel like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like a yeah. He has yeah. the aura of a ponytail. Of a yeah. Ponytail a ponytail. <laughs> yes. Yes. He epitomizes a ponytail. Yeah, especially if he's like, call me Commodore. He, he's a sentient ponytail. <laughs> um, um. He yes, he like gets everybody on the ship and makes everybody call him the Commodore, and he also makes everybody wear these like naval uniforms. Oh my god! And he like kind of starts this like paramilitary like group of people, which he calls Sea Org. And so they're all on this fucking boat in the middle of the ocean, and he like has these like hierarchies of people. Um, and he has this group of young girls, like teenage girls, mm. who he calls his messengers, and they wait hand and foot on him. Gross. Oh, my they God. They do everything for him. They, like, fucking draw his baths and light his cigarettes and do, like, <sighs> secretarial shit for him and get his drinks and whatever the fuck he wants. And probably, like, weird sex stuff, too, but who Ew. Do yeah, your own butthole, you fucking weirdo (laughs) yeah he sucks man uh he's just gross he's so gross and so he has this like gaggle of little you know young girls and they're like wearing cute little hot pants and halter tops and stuff and um he he just like makes them do everything for him and they're like psyched to do it um and it's just yucky but Shelly Barnett is one of those messenger girls. Um, Shelly was basically um, her her parents, I, I guess, like got into Scientology and they're kind of a fucking mess. And they basically just like left her on the boat with LRH. Like they were just like, you're in good hands now, sweetie. Goodbye. And oh they like could barely like tie their own shoes. So they... They just, like, abandon their kids, basically. Mm. Um, and Shelly kind of sees LRH as a father figure, I guess. Um, so she stays with him and works under him pretty closely throughout the 70s and the 80s. And then a young dude named David Miscavige steps on the scene. And he's just, like, super ambitious, like, ingratiates himself with all the all the people who are closest to LRH and specifically starts paying attention to Shelly. Um, 
Like, she's in this, like, group of messenger girls, and he's like, yes, like, I want to endear myself to these people. Like, they are closest to LRH, so yeah. I want to like, get in there. And I feel and like she was, like, uh, like she was specifically on a track to be someone important. Like, er, right. like Elrond just, like, loved her. You, like, she was, like, in the right place, and David is a predator, and he saw... Yep. Like, oh, she's really important to him. I need to, like... Yeah, and she was, like, spunky. She was ambitious. And mm-hmm. so he was, He was like, yeah, I should attach myself to her for yeah. sure. Um, so they start hanging out, like, late 70s, like, dating or whatever. And then they get married. David and Shelley get married in 1982. And they become, like, the it couple of Scientology. <laughs> like, they are hot shit. Oh, my God. Yeah. <sighs> and so they're they're like pretty important and people like look up to them and um around this time like in the early 80s they're like the J and Bay of Scientology. <laughs> yes. Yes, like how the J, J and Bay to Illuminati is what <laughs> <laughs> is what Shelley and David are to Scientology. Love it. So, um so yeah, LRH is fucking in the early '80s is starting to like mentally and physically decline. He's uh, he's getting old and paranoid. Like he's lived his life in such a weird way that he, and he's like been constantly hounded by people trying to like, you know, tear the the real the religion. I put yeah. religion in quotes down that he's uh, he's just like not in a good place. So. He dies in 1986, and David picks up the reins as the head of Scientology mm. with Shelley at his side. So she's dubbed the First Lady of Scientology, and uh, <laughs> David was called the Chairman of the Board, or COB. They, like, abbreviate fucking everything in Scientology. Like, they call they call David Miscavige, like, DM, and uh, they <laughs> – he's – known as the chairman of the board, so they call him COB. Um, and so it's just so annoying. Oh, my God, I hate it. Uh, and so Shelly's Shelley's dubbed the assistant to the chairman of the board. It's like the office. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> assistant to the regional manager. Yeah, assistant to the assistant regional manager or whatever. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. Oh. Also, like, that's fucking rude. She was, like... I don't know. She was their first bitch. I know. And, I know. But David was just like such an overpowering, like, you know, in your face kind of figure that like he ingratiated himself so much and was like, he, he was like, he's a bastard. Like he's a real just mean person. It sounds like based well, on everything I've read. Every, everything since he's took, taken over, like, is just like, there's so much, there's like so much abuse that's reported. Yeah. Like even more so I feel like it was a weird religion, but now it's like a really like militant and weird religion that's like Yeah. Super it's so sketchy. It's like Yeah. And and it was like fine at first. Like when they first took over, when David and Shelley first took over Scientology, it was like the first few years were fine. Like everything was running pretty smoothly. But then it just started getting weirder and weirder. Like David got the power because he was always like a weird, like overzealous person. Yeah. And he – but was also like an insufferable person also. So once he <laughs> got the power, it was like, oh, fuck. He just yeah. became a total monster. And he was just – his power – made him cruel. Yeah. Uh, I would liken him to a dictator. Oh, for sure. And he also, like, once you get that power, you don't want to lose it. So you start doing things that, yeah. like, will make sure you keep it. It's, exactly. Yeah. Also, you could just tell he's such a fucking, like, celebrity kiss-ass wannabe. Like, he wishes he was famous, but he's not. Yeah. He's, like, kind of is in this world of Scientology. He is mm-hmm. in the world. He's the top of the food chain. But then it's like, oh, he like he's best friends with Tom Cruise, and like he just yeah, and he like rough. loves the fact that like Tom Cruise kisses his ass. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. And Tom Cruise is one of the biggest movie stars like ever. Yeah, 
It's like yeah, it's even weird. Scientology cannot bring Tom Cruise down. Yeah. I don't because, know if yeah. anyone's noticed that, but it's like he's still making Mission Impossible movies. He's making a sequel to Top Gun. It yeah. did not destroy his career. He's still out there thriving, and that's why. Yeah. He's, yeah. That's how big of a star he is. And I think, like, people see him as this big star that are in Scientology and are like, oh, shit. Like, he's he's so – he like – I, I think he's reached, like, the pinnacle. Like, he is completely, quote-unquote, clear. Oh. So that's why he's such a big star. Like, people think that. I don't oh. know. I think that's the the mentality behind it. Oh, but. like, people in Scientology think that he's so big and famous and rich because he, like, completely cleared out all his thetans. Yes, He's exactly. just, like, a hollow man. Yeah. <laughs> he's Kevin Bacon, hollow man. Where you see his, like, weird dick in it. His like clear dick. His clear dick. <laughs> flopping like flopping around. around. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I want a gif of that. Somebody please, God, make a gif of that. Oh my scene. God. Yes, please. Oh, <laughs> this is a call out to our listeners. Please make that gif. Yeah. Post it in do, the group. I, I hope you know what we're talking about. And if you do. Make that gift. <laughs> yeah, don't make it of just any dick flopping around because it's not a real dick. That's the thing. It's like a clear. It's like a. a I don't know. It's, it's like, like they had this. Like, it was like you know, and they make the CGI and they're like in the green. Oh my god! No, they just like put a bunch of sensors on put, someone's yeah, actual they put, dick. <laughs> Uh, or they just put, or they just attached to, maybe they took a dildo, a bright green dildo, dipped it in glue, <laughs> rolled it in sensors, and then just like flopped it onto a table a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> who's uh, to say? Who's, we don't know, but that's cool. At any rate, it, it it's a scene from that movie. Find that gif and, or find that scene and make a gif. Somebody, God, please. And we will like you. So much forever. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Anyway, uh, so David's in charge and he increasingly starts treating Shelly like shit. Like he's treating everybody like shit, but like Shelly is, she's still like up in charge of a lot of people, but he's like becoming like more verbally abusive and physically abusive to other people and to her. Um, and he'll like fly off the handle and Shelly's like kind of the shock absorber where like he'll say some crazy shit like I'm sending you to a work camp or something basically oh uh, when somebody fucks up and then she'll like come behind him and be like, dude, you're not we're not going to do that. Like just do this, this and this. Like let's fix it and then we'll figure it out. Oh, like, you basically. bet he didn't like that. Yeah. Well, but I mean, he he was just so in insufferable that it was just like he didn't he didn't really care as long as people were being punished to some degree so and I mean being punished for stupid shit like so there came a time when they started having these scandals so this one woman who is in the church had like an aneurysm I think like something happened and the like family was trying to sue this the the church uh, because they were claiming like she was like mistreated and which was probably true. Mm-hmm. But um, then they had that lawsuit pending against them. And then a bunch of high level people in the church started defecting. Dude, um, like like very high level, like in his inner circle. Right. Because he was abusive. Yeah. They were like, like I said, like things were fine at first. And then he just he just started losing it and everybody was getting the brunt of his abuse. And I think he kind of started losing the, the grasp on what was, I I guess like important for some people in the religion. And they were like, no, fuck this shit. Like, and then they started to see it for what it really was. And they left. Um, so a bunch of people were leaving. Um, and, when they left, they all started talking about the shit that was happening. 
And all these reports started coming out about uh, how David would systematically terrorize, humiliate, and abuse the Sea Org members. They call the Sea Org members are like who like when you're in the church, like and you're you work for the church basically. Yeah. It's Sea Org. Yeah. So um, so he called all these people SPs and um, suppressive persons. Suppressive persons. Um, and he would be abusive to all these people that were speaking out um, or the people that were speaking out he had been abusive to. And if he wasn't doing the like physical and uh, verbal abuse, he was ordering his lieutenants to do it for him. So um, he would put people who are going against the grain, he would be have them taken away basically and put in these detention facilities that they had built around the country. Um, Like they're North Korean style re-education camps (gasps) where they like pretty much like sit there and mentally torture them. Oh my God. And you spent, you, you could possibly spend months or years uh, at these camps and this is what people have reported. Like, who's to say if this is real or not? But this is alleged. Oh, my God. People who were t- sent to these camps would spend months or even years eating a su- subsistence diet, which is like rice and beans, um, performing like awful ta- like menial tasks, like scrubbing bathrooms with their tongues, <gasps> as what somebody reported. Um And you were absolutely cut off from the outside world. Like, you weren't allowed to speak to your family or friends. Nobody. Oh, my God. Um, And this is all, like, they're opting into it. (laughs) Yeah. In a way, you know. It's like, maybe by the time that's happening to you, you're, like, in too deep to even notice what's happening. Because I would not clean a bathroom with my tongue. No. And it was because (laughs) they wanted to stay... In the church so bad still. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even if they, like, were kind of, like, questioning the authority, they were, like, still wanting to stay in in the church. Dude. And I – but – and so they were, like, well, if you want to stay in the, in the church, then you have to go to one of these camps and get your mind right, basically. <sighs> oh, my God. Yeah. And I think they paid for this, too. I think, yeah, because part of it, like, part of your rehabilitation is getting audited again. Like, mm-hmm. you, like, especially if you made some sort of transgression against the church and you're still in it. And Leah Remini talks about this. Like, you, you go through all this, like, you know, punishment and then you have to, like, you have to go through auditing to, like, get back on track. Right. And it's um, like basically – and you have to pay for that. So – and you have to pay for all this. It's crazy. And it's a lot of money. Not just like hundreds of dollars, like hundreds of thousands of dollars. Oh, my God. And you're being punished. Um, It's crazy. That guy um, – who's that guy? So like the – they had a bunch of people defecting at the top, but the the, the one that's like – the biggest one, I think, and the one that has come back to like haunt the church because he continues right. to speak out was um, Mike Rinder. And he was uh, basically he was one of the highest profile defectors. He was the former executive director of the Office of Special Affairs. So um, that's just like a super high. You're, you're basically like the top of the food chain when it comes to managing everyone that's fucking up in the church. And like, you know, when the press says bad things about Scientology and stuff like that, Uh it's your job to clean all that shit up. So yeah, you're like the Olivia Pope of the fucking (laughs) church of Scientology. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so you're, you're, he was abusing people. I'm sure. Uh, I think he admitted to it in, yeah. Um, the show that he did with Leah. But, uh, so he started speaking out about the abuse he saw in the church and like things he had done. Um, and they only abused him more once he started speaking out. So like he had like questioned something that had happened. He heard about some abuse of some sort and he had questioned it internally first. So he's like speaking out internally first about like, Hey, I don't think we should be doing this and this feels wrong. And like, what's going on here? And they were like, why are you questioning this? Like we're sending you to one of our compounds and they sent him to the one in Hemet. 
which is torture. Um, I don't know if you've ever been to Hemet. I used to play soccer in Hemet all the time. It's like <laughs> in the middle of nowhere. I went to a party there once and a girl opened a beer with her belly button. And that's what you need to know about Hemet. <laughs> I don't understand. I don't, I still don't understand. And I watched it with my own eyes multiple times and I wow. don't, I did not like it. Wow. Um, anywho, uh, but there's something out at that compound, which is where David and Shelly lived. I think for a while it's like, it's really nice. Um, yeah. That's like one of their main compounds is out there, I think. Yeah. Um, and they spent a lot of time there. Um, and it's very fancy and like in the middle of nowhere, but they they built something there called the hole, which was like basically two double wides that they put together and was like the torture center. And yeah, they would eat, make people like eat slop off the floor and shit. Um, Ugh. so this guy is in there. Mike Rinder is in there and something happens in London. There's like a movie premiere. Oh, for, I forget what the movie was. A Tom Cruise movie or something. Yeah. Or no, it was John Travolta, Wild Hogs. And <laughs> that shit made it all the way to London. <laughs> it's like no one's going to this premiere, but actually a journalist was going to go and like ask questions about Scientology and like the abuse and just like things that they had heard recently that had been in the news. And so he, they were like, you need to go there as our like, it, he was also the international spokesperson for Scientology. So they're like, you need to go. You're very important. Go, go catch this journalist at the event and tell him, no, like you need to correct this and like right. shut him down. So there's yeah. video footage of this and they had like an altercation and he was like, oh, blah, blah. And he's like, no, this, none of this is true. Blah, blah, blah. Like I never, I've never been abused by David Miscavige and da, da, and he's never hit me and all this stuff. Meanwhile, he's just totally lying because yeah. he had, and like, I don't know how this man found out. And so, uh, so literally like the next day or the a day or two after that he was so upset with himself that he like lied in that moment meanwhile he's like being abused that he was like fuck this he was supposed to report to like a like a prison camp thing in Sussex for Scientology and he's like I'm not going to that they're just gonna make me dig holes and yeah. he quit and he like tried to go back for his wife and kids but they they Jesus. wouldn't let him even back to like talk to them or anything. Yeah. Um, and, and then, you know, he became a suppressive person. Um, yeah. But, it's like, that's what happens. You lose everything. If you try to leave, like that's, it's everything. so fucked. Yeah. Dude. And this is 2007, right? Right before this, an event happened that kind of changes the course of Scientology. And I feel like, this event maybe pushed him to leave uh, yeah. a little quicker because it was just like one more kind of check, uh, you know, check mark. Um, so Tom and Katie get married in 2006 and it's Tom the, Cruise and Katie Holmes. Yes, yes. Tom Cruise and Katie Holmes get married 2006 in Italy in this beautiful, huge castle. And it is the Scientology event of the decade. Nay, the century. Yes. It is <laughs> like everyone who's everyone's there. It is like not just Scientology celebrities, all of the biggest celebrities in the world at the time yeah. are there. Like, like it is a wild fancy affair. And Leah Remini herself, the queen of queens, she's JLo's <laughs> BFF. She's a fucking poster child and diehard Scientologist at the time. She's there and she's like schmoozing with a bunch of Scientology peeps and they're just like all hanging out. And she like looks around, but she's like, and, and she's like, oh man, everyone important's here. Oh, where's Shelly? Like, it, she should be here. Yeah, she, like, oh, is Shelly here? David was Tom Cruise's best man. In his wedding. And it, where's his wife? She would where's be here. Is she, yeah. is she okay? Is everything okay? And people immediately got super pissed. And this one dude actually said to her, you don't have the fucking rank to ask about this. <laughs> and she's like, "I'm what? I'm just like asking where my friend is. And by this point, she then started realizing no one's seen Shelly for a few months now. Yeah, it'd been a while. Like it would been like at end of two thousand five or something that 
she'd last been seen in public. Yeah. And that was at her father's funeral, right? Right. Yeah, exactly. And after that, that was like the last day anyone saw her. Uh, and, you know, anyone, I guess, that we've heard from uh, or that anyone that Leah or this other guy, Mike Rinder, knows. But uh, then they were like, you fucking, you should not have said that. You need to come to Clearwater, Florida. And they took her to like one of these camps to yes. re, um, like get her back on track. They had to, she had to pay 300 grand to go basically be punished. Oh my God. And then re-audited until she said like, David Miscavige and Tom Cruise like are the light of this church and they are helping the world and like basically had to like sail the shit. But that was the beginning of the end for her because after that she just like could not recommit to this religion. It took her like years more to leave because that was like the first kind of little thing she had and then I mean, that was a pretty big thing because to be clear, she didn't even – she wasn't, like, being obnoxious. She was just asking a question. Yeah. Like, she was just like, oh, where's Shelly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was not asking in the context of where's Shelly, this is sketchy, she should be yeah. here, what have you guys done to her? She was like, oh, hey, where's your wife? It's like you're at a dinner party and you're just yeah. like, oh, hey, is your wife coming? Like that. And the response that she got was like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Don't talk. We're making you go to Clearwater, Florida now because you open your fucking mouth about something that you shouldn't have. And she was just like, whoa. They fucking fuck. shut her down. And like it, bad. And then, but then she like stayed in it for a hot minute, like because she wanted to level up. And also her parents, her mom's in it and like her family's in it. And like she'd been in it since yeah. she was a teenager. And she still like believed in some of it. But at some point she reached, I think it was like level three. Uh, I know she got to level five. That's the highest level she got to. Um, but she got to level three or something and like she was given quote unquote the answers to like life and like what this all means. And it was like a real special moment and her mom sitting across from her and her and she like opens the paper that explains what it is, which is that you're made up of all these things. Yeah. And she was like, what kind of bullshit is this? Can you fucking imagine? She's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and then she like talked to her mom about it and she's like, mom, what? It, this is like, this doesn't mean anything. Like what? And she's this like, is fucking gobbledygook. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, no, you just have to keep going. You'll understand like once you get to higher levels. So she did. And like every level she got to, she's like, it's worse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is. This makes less stupider than it was before. <laughs> <laughs> this is yeah. just his. Si this is just his science fiction. He wrote, regurgitated end, into like a text. <laughs> when you get to like the highest level, it's like level eight or something like that. Yeah. It's like just a drawing that L. Ron Hubbard did of like a <laughs> pair of boobs or something. <laughs> Like alien boobs, and it's oh just like, my okay. God. Alien uh. boobs. Uh. And then it's like in the corner, it's like, LOL. Yeah, exactly. Haha, yeah. <laughs> sucker. Oh my God. But so Leah finally left, I think in 2013. Yeah. Um, and the first fucking thing she did, which was eight years later, by the way, but the first thing she did was file a missing persons report for Shelly. Yeah, because. Shelly had not been seen in public since, like in we said, years. since since her her father's funeral at the end of two thousand five, I believe. Yeah, dude, that's a long ass time. But I mean, so Leah Remini was like fucking calling the police. She's yeah. like, I I am very concerned. Where is this woman? And she like the LAPD were like, okay, yeah, we'll try to figure out what's going on. Like we'll look into it. Yeah, we'll look into it. And they did, but Allegedly. nothing came of it. Dude, Allegedly. Uh, this is where I have my own conspiracy theory, like you have the one with your mom. I think the Scientologist paid off the LAPD, which is known to be a very corrupt organization. Uh, oh, I mean, it's not even like a stretch of a conspiracy <laughs> theory at all. It's just like... Probably yeah. what happened. <laughs> it's just like saying, like, sometimes it rains. <laughs> like... It's like, yeah. yeah, true, true. Anyway, yeah, so uh, they probably for sure paid off uh, the LAPD, who later said that that, uh, that that 
uh, report was filed like uh, unfounded. Like they were like, there's no reason for her to file this. And she's like, I did, I did not see that woman who, yeah. I, who was very much involved Prominent, in this organization. Yeah. I did not see her after this date. And it was weird. And no one talks about it. And when I talked about it, they made me pay $300,000 and go to fucking Florida. Yeah. Where it's crazy. And the LAPD, like somebody, a representative or like a detective or something claimed he like actually saw Shelly and like interviewed her and stuff and she was fine. Which may be. It could be uh, true, yeah. But she still has not been seen in public. Like, period. Dude. Um, So... All this leading to where I think she still is, if she's still alive. Mm -hmm. Um, So that is the main question. Where in the intergalactic Xenu hell is Shelly? Where the fuck is she? Is she in the intergalactic confederacy? Yeah, where did she go? Did she get taken up in some motherfucking spaceship? Like, what the oh fuck happened? Oh, my God. Is she living in a space trailer park somewhere? <laughs> fucking just, like, smoking Virginia Slims all day? Remarried I mean, to some guy? Like, to some alien guy with a beer gut? Yeah. Um, it's Xenu's, like, fucking, like, weird half-brother <laughs> named <It's-> Shinu. <laughs> I don't know. It's Zenu's cousin, Shinu. <laughs> well, it's it's Zenu's it's Zenu's second cousin. Once removed, we knew. <laughs> we knew. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, well, I think she truly is uh, being held captive, and I think she's being held captive near our, our hometown in a, a little town called Twin Peaks. Oh, shit happens there, you know. It you was know. a show. It was a show. Uh, this is a real place that exists. Mm-hmm. Twin Peaks is uh, next to the town that we grew up in, mm-hmm. the San Bernardino Mountains. Mm-hmm. Um, we grew up in Lake Arrowhead. And uh, Twin Peaks is nestled between Lake Arrowhead and uh, Crestline, basically. Mm -hmm. Um, So she has even been – some people claim that they've spotted her in Twin Peaks. Or I'm not in Twin Peaks, but in Crestline. Mm. Uh, I I don't remember who told me this, but – or I might have read it. Who fucking knows at this point anymore? Uh, that she was spotted at this uh, grocery store that's in Crestline mm. called Goodwins. Mm. Um, somebody said that they saw her there, um, and she looked frail and like just she looked real bad. And this was 2016, oh so God. that's fairly recent. But I mean, who knows what's happened now? But um, the crazy thing about Twin Peaks and the base that is located there is that it is pretty secretive, big piece of property um, that the Church of Scientology owns, and uh, they call it the Church of Spiritual Technology. Now, (laughs) It's almost like an anagram or something for Scientology, spiritual technology. It's like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's so weird. Um, I I know people who have uh, done some construction work on the property before, oh. and they said it was fucking really creepy, <gasps> weird experience. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, and they were, like, never, ever going back there again. I don't give a shit how much money I get. It's so weird. Oh, my God. Um, and so this is where – the Church of Scientology, though, they, the, at this base, they keep their copyrights in archival uh, work. Mm-hmm. So it's like all of L. Ron Hubbard's, like, work, I guess. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's smart because it burns down every three or four years. So. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Keep all your important keep, documents. Keep all there. the important documents in a, a dry, <laughs> tender forest uh, that has... Has had multiple forest fires in the past decade. Oh, my God. Um, Super smart. (laughs) Um, So according to uh, this Vanity Fair article, they interviewed this guy named Dylan Gill, who is a former Sea Org member, Mm. who oversaw um, most of the construction of the the base in Twin Peaks. Uh, 
And he says that the base includes, in addition to a luxurious log cabin, primed for LRH's return. I guess he's coming back like Jesus. I didn't know. Oh, did wow. not know that. Um, uh, there is a second structure designed to protect church VIPs, such as Miss Cavage and Tom Cruise in the event of a nuclear Armageddon. <laughs> Which, okay. Oh, my God. Um, and then the only people that enter this this base are like two dozen or so Sea Org members who live on it full time, according to this Vanity Fair article. Uh, and most people assigned there consider the posting to be an honor because uh, being like you're, you're safeguarding the word of LRH, basically. Um, and this whole place is monitored by security apparatus that includes armed guards, uh, the person who I talked to who did construction there said that he definitely saw people walking around with guns. Um, There's infrared cameras, uh, spiked fences, and it's pretty isolated. I mean, it's like not that isolated. It's like right on off the main road from. Oh, really? Off the highway? Yeah. Like you can see parts of it, I think, when you drive by. Um, Is it like if you're going north to Twin Peaks, is it like. Before the police station or after? Or like it's the before. courthouse? It's oh, okay. Before. Okay. If you're coming up the mountain, it's before. So it's yeah. like not in the town yet. No, it's like okay. it's like still secluded, but it's like it's there. You know it's there. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, like once you know where it is, you're like, oh, yeah, there it is. Um, oh, okay. I've probably seen it, but not realized probably that that's what Not realized what it was. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then so like when you're there, though, like – if you work for Sea Org, you don't have contact with any other Scientologists. Like all the mail, all the phone calls, everything's monitored. Uh, so if you really wanted somebody to like not have any contact and to be like basically kept prisoner, that'd be a great place for it. Um, so oh my god, people, a lot of people believe that she's there um, because like. That's one of the main bases, and it's one of the most important ones, I guess. Mm-hmm. So people say that even though she might have been taken to another base, some of the people who knew her well, uh, including these people, th- this woman, Jan Weiss, and another woman named Claire Heedley, say she's probably at Twin Peaks and would probably stay there for as long as we- was required of her, not because she has to, but because she wants to. She, quote, yeah. lives in a sort of demented altered universe, um, says another person who knew her, Karen De La Carrier. Uh, whatever th- she thinks of DM, a.k.a. David Miscavige, she's AKA devoted. Her yeah, a.k.a. her husband. She's devoted to Hubbard. That's the only life she's ever known. Mm. Uh, and then another person who knew her named Mark Heedley um, said the greater tragedy is that she probably – she's probably the one person who could just end it tomorrow. If she just walked away from the whole craziness and said, okay, this is where all the fucking bodies are buried. This is what he did with this. This is what he did with that. Let's fucking burn it down. It would be done. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, she knows everything. She has all that. But she, like – they they're arguing that she is knowingly and purposely staying uh, like to keep it all per- uh, to keep the ruse going yeah which yeah. i don't know that i believe that like it sounds like she's being held prisoner but yeah. who fucking knows she's a prisoner of her own mind mind too maybe <laughs> i don't know maybe she's just like so dedicated and she's waiting for the return of elron hubbard up yeah. in the mountains with like whatever it's however they have built it for his return i'm guessing there's just like a bunch of hawaiian shirts in the closet <laughs> and like some cigars no no it's like it's like fucking naval like like yeah, nautical yeah. fucking oh, right. shit but like but like jimmy you're Buffett's thinking of playing. you're thinking of jimmy buffett <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You might have casual wear when he's not in his atti- his uniform attire. I mean, there could be some definite like crossover for sure. Yeah, Who's I to mean, say? I mean, it's a hundred percent yacht rock all the time. Yeah, <laughs> all yacht rock all the time. Uh, all the blenders always fucking going, making pina uh, coladas and shit. Like this sounds is- good to me. <laughs> what else do you do on a boat out in the middle of nowhere? 
Uh, weird sex stuff for sure. I know, yeah. Ew. So, I don't know, man. I think she's still up there. Uh, Maybe she's dead. Um, Yeah. I don't know. What do you you think? The main thing is that I just still can't believe that David Miscavige, like, he's such a bad person. Yeah. And he still hasn't been brought down. Like, even his own family, including his father and his niece, have left the church and spoken out against him. Yeah. So... Anyone who ever speaks out, first of all, immediately, Scientology issues a letter against them, a public letter, and it's like, this person was kicked out of the program on this day, and it's like, no, they chose to leave because you're fucking crazy. Yeah. But, but, so, I don't know, there's just all these tactics, it's such, like, bullying and stuff, I don't know, I hate all of it. It's Um, really weird, and then when somebody does, like, when, um... David Miscavige, his when his father left, Ronald yeah. Miscavige, he they had somebody like follow him around for like months, yeah, and and harass it was and harass him, yeah. yeah. And then when he was con- when the church was confronted about this, they were like, "We don't know this person. What? Who's yeah. that?" They like it's acted like yeah. sketchy as fuck, sketchy as fuck. But that's how I think maybe she is still. I don't know that she's dead. I don't know that they'd have her killed or anything. I don't know. And 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 I don't know that like she died naturally and then they just didn't say anything. That seems weird. But and if she is still alive and she's up there and she's hidden, like I totally believe that they could easily hide her and just bully everyone into not asking where she is. Like you just oh yeah, because now they all know just not to talk about that. You know, because if anyone asks, they have to go through all that shit. Like, you know, it's like you ask, you know, you're not supposed to say anything about that. They like get a bunch of people involved. It's very hush hush. It's all like, yeah, you know, it's like Leah Remini said that she was in the hallway one time and she said, like, what's all this Xenu shit? Because she had heard about Xenu, but she hadn't yet been like given that information. Uh And And she like asked it of her mom or something. And someone said, you can't say that. And they like ushered her into like a private room. And, like, brought in someone super high up that has that knowledge already who came and was, like, you cannot talk about that. And they, like, wrote her up. And, like, you know, it's just, like, of course you could keep things secret in this because it's all secrets. Yeah, exactly. It's it's so fucking wild. Uh, And I feel, like, especially bad for anybody who's in the church that has, like, family in the church as well. Like, like, uh, the Ribisis, like, Giovanna Ribisi and his sister like his family they all grew up in Scientology yeah Beck uh the musician grew up in Scientology who's married was married he's They're now divorcing divorced. I wonder if I one wonder if leaving which I know. one do you think I know I know um I've been thinking about that um yeah so it's just uh like all these people that have been born into it basically it's so hard to leave <sighs> and anybody who does leave it's just like if their any of their family stays in the church, they're just like gone forever. Like unless they leave too, it's just wild, man. And I can't believe that this is happening. Still, it's so crazy. It's so weird. It's like uh, like Elizabeth Moss is in it. Oh yeah, it's I always forget Elizabeth I Moss know. is in it. There, well, there's ones that fly under the radar, which means that they're not good Scientologists because they don't promote. Uh, they don't evangelize about yeah, it. Yeah, and they're but I mean. To. Tom Cruise doesn't really. He did. But like he, he, he did. did. Yeah. There's like I guess like when he filmed War of the Worlds, he had like Scientology tents set up, and like there was always people in there, so that if anyone working on the movie wanted to find out more, they could like go into the tent. It's well, weird. it's like because because they have to walk a fine line of being yeah. like, I believe this thing, but like I'm not trying to like you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, Because yeah, it's yeah. people are like, well, what's all this weird shit, and they have to like defend it. Yeah, but then they that's have like anyone with any religion, I, I guess. It's like you don't want to like force it on someone because then you look like crazy. I know, but but yeah, Scientology, man. I mean, Woo. it is. I like to think that they're all weird, made up things, uh, religions. Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> but this one just has that extra something because it's so new and crazy. That. Um... <laughs> Je ne sais quoi of that, uh, that, um, alien. I don't know that. Zinu sais quoi. Zinu sais quoi. Mmm. Ah, chef's kiss. 
God. Yeah. I think we should stop now while we're All ahead. All right. I'm down. Let's stop. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, thank you so much for listening. This was a really fun episode for me. I love yeah, it. it. was. I loved I'm going to watch more of the Leah Remini show. Leah Remini. Yeah. Um, Leah Remini. Yeah. I just like love how fucking Brooklyn she is. She's so, so Brooklyn. Uh, she's funny. Uh, well, thank you guys for listening. Um, hail Zenu. Uh, <laughs> follow uh, us on social media. I posted on Instagram today. Oh, shit. Yeah, bitch. I, I posted to the stories. Because I've been so bad. I posted to the stories with the hair. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I saw that. I saw that. Uh, so good. I'm trying to get better at it for myself. And I was already in there. And I'm like, ooh, that hair thing. And then I, yes. I'll, I'll post it in some other places. You want today. the ones that – you want stories so it disappears. It's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, it can go on the page too. I don't care. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. At yeah. GTFU Podcasts on all the platforms. Visit our yeah. Patreon. Uh, we have extra content there that we make for you guys. So much content, you guys. In exchange for your monies. It's uh, great. And your support and your love also. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Which is worth more than money to us. That's right. Um, yeah. Uh, the There's merch on the website, dtfupodcast.com. All the things are on the website. Uh, we got the links to anything and everything you could possibly want having to do with the podcast. So oh check it all out. So many links. Um, yeah, thank you guys so much. Uh, be excellent to yourselves and each other. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Zinu, Zinu. Zinu, Zinu. <laughs> <laughs>